Good afternoon. I welcome you on behalf of the family for joining us this, 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 morning, this afternoon. Um, and just a couple of things um, at the end of our service this, this afternoon. We're going to invite you all to, to depart before the family does so they can spend some quiet time here in the sanctuary before they join us. So when you leave, you want to go right through the four doors over there and go into our fellowship hall and you're invited to, to stay for lunch, conversation, and, uh, and there's also will be a video of pictures of uh, Bob and maybe some family pictures too that you can smile at, laugh at, and just simply enjoy. I especially like the one on his motorcycle. That's pretty awesome. So, If you've never been to a Lutheran uh, memorial service or funeral, it's interactive, which means I say some things and you all say some things too. So wherever it's bold, if it doesn't say people, it mostly says people. Um, and if it's bold, that's usually what you would do. Like during the psalm, it would be responsive back and forth. It'll be also on the screen uh, as well as in your bulletin. So, we begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, maker of heaven and earth and giver of life, we give thanks for all the mercies you granted Robert during his earthly life especially for calling him to faith in Jesus Christ through holy baptism. Comfort all who mourn his death with the hope of the glorious resurrection of the body and a happy reunion in heaven. Remind us that we too are mortal and prepare us to fall asleep in faith and on the last day receive the glory promised to all who trust in your beloved son, even Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We sing, How Great Thou Art.
Let us pray. O God of grace and mercy, we give thanks for your loving kindness shown to Robert and to all your servants, who having finished their course in faith, now rest from their labors. Grant that we also may be faithful unto death and receive the crown of eternal life through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We read responsibly uh, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Please rise for the reading of the Holy Gospel. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 14th chapter. Jesus said, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. And you know the way to where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. This is the gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. I got to welcome those that are watching online. Um, some can't make it because of weather conditions and a few other things, so we are, it's, we are broadcasting so they can actually participate with us this afternoon. I'd like to read to you uh, what the family put together in remembrance of Robert Craig Gaines. It's in, you can follow along if you like, and it's on page 7, 8, and 9, and 10. In remembrance of Robert Craig Gaines, September 18, 1928 to February 21, 2023. Robert Craig Gaines, Bob, was born September 18, 1928 in Gary, Indiana, to Gail Sconce Gaines and Hazel Gaines, Craig. He passed away February 21, 2023 in Redding, California, in the presence of his family. He was preceded in death by his wife of 73 years, Dorothy Clara Gaines, and their daughter, Cynthia Ann Gaines, son, Michael Robert Gaines, and daughter, Rebecca Marie Gaines Kazuma. He is survived by his children, James Craig Gaines and wife, Betty, Susan Lynn Doriguzzi and husband, Michael, and Nancy Lee Muris and her husband, Wesley. He was the grandfather to 12 and great-grandfather to 14. Robert was also preceded in death by his sister, Helen Herr. Bob attended Horace Mann School in Gary, Indiana. He won first place in the NIHSC Conference Championships Swimming Backstroke 
in the 180 medley relay. In high school, he participated in ROTC. He earned certificates in electricity and swimming from Gary Public Schools. He attended Indiana University and was a lifelong learner, earning professional certifications throughout his career. At age 12, his first job was mowing the lawns at Horace Mayan School for 25 cents per week. With his new source of revenue, he was informed by his parents that he would henceforth be responsible for buying his own shoes. <clears throat> Excuse me. He continued his career path working as a bellhop at a local hotel. And later, he was employed as a stock boy for the same Walgreens drugstore where his future wife worked behind the soda counter a popular hangout with the local teens. After his marriage to Dorothy, he was hired as a delivery driver for Bowman Dairy, where he honed his business skills and earned extra bonus pay for his salesmanship. He set aside his bonuses, saving to purchase a Sunoco service station. He put in long hours and hard work to build a strong customer base, which allowed him to eventually hire an employee to help with his growing business. However, as the local economy struggled, so did his business. Bob convinced his wife to leave Indiana and move to California to start a new adventure. In California, Bob went to work for aid associations for Lutherans, AAL. He was successful but still longed to run his own business. Eventually, he opened a car wash and service station in Orange County. He also worked in a variety of vendor sales positions, but eventually went back to selling life insurance and annuities with AAL until he retired in 1985. His semi-retirement didn't last long, and he soon found himself working part-time for the federal government in the Department of Labor Statistics. Bob enjoyed music, as was evident in his joyful playing of the organ. He would listen to the popular sounds of the 1940s and often could be caught singing along. His courtship with Dorothy often included dates on the shores of Lake Michigan, dancing to the music, playing through the portable radio he had given Dorothy as a gift. He shared his love of organ music with the newest members of the family as they visited. Some were barely old enough to hold their heads up, and some old enough to join, in, join him in playing original music with Granddad. Bob enjoyed doing things himself and saving money along the way. He liked to know how things worked and embrace new technology. He learned much about automotive repair working alongside his future father-in-law, restoring an old Model A Ford. This car made Bob and Dorothy quite popular among their peers, letting friends ride along in the converted tr trunk hatch rumble seat and forming fun memories that only high school sweethearts can create. This first automotive rebuild was the first of many cars he would own. Over the years, he drove a military surplus flat fender Willys Jeep a 1959 Chevrolet nine-passenger station wagon, a 1965 Ford Mustang, and a Chrysler LeBaron. A few years after their marriage, Bob and Dorothy negotiated a deal with the builder of a new tract home. To work off the down payment, Bob laid the hardwood floors, spending many evenings after work tediously laying each board. After the purchase, he put his new hammer and handyman skills to work, making a window seat and bookshelves to enhance the beauty of their home. His love for, for woodworking became a hobby through the years. He made grad, graduation gifts for each of the grandchildren. Each granddaughter received a full-length wood frame mirror, and each grandson an oak regulator clock. As his children turned 50 years of age, each received a gift. 
For these milestones, he created a mission-style chair, hutch, step-stool chair, game table, and wall shelf. He made many other woodcrafted items that were displayed throughout the house. His skills as a handyman were numerous. He kept his home running efficiently. He could repair and build or replace most any items in the house, but at her request, he left all painting projects to Dorothy. He also knew how to fix damaged jewelry, once taking his eight-year-old daughter's daughter Nancy's locket to repair the clasp. For good measure, he inserted a picture of himself inside the locket's empty secret compartment. Robert enjoyed travel. Moreover, he especially enjoyed planning each trip. Much of the fun was in getting out of the roads map and routing out the tra- excuse me, routing out the travel plans. Many cross-country trips between Indiana and California were made, and whenever he could, he would take new routes there and different routes back to see a national park or explore new destinations. He and Dorothy also traveled to New York, Chicago, Hawaii, Puerto Rico, and Great Britain. He made a promise to Dorothy before their marriage that they would raise their future children in the Lutheran church. Promise kept. Eventually, he too joined the Lutheran church and encouraged his parents to do the same. Shortly before they passed away, he was a stalwart. He was stalwart in his Christian faith. And that is Bob. Thank you for putting all that together. I, I learned, I shared with Nancy earlier that uh, I didn't realize that um, Bob was a champion swimmer. That was one of the things he never shared with me. I knew an awful lot of the things that were in there, but that one he left out. And ironically, I also was a swimmer in, in, in high school and pretty good one at that. And so we could have had some more to talk about. So what I want to share with you today is, is not a lot of things. I think our service and those of you who know Bob says most everything. So I want to share a little bit of family, a little bit of a friend, and a little bit of where he was in his, in his faith and, and all. So I've been here six and a half years, roughly, and that's uh, when I met Bob and Dorothy. And uh, you know, they were a team. They were always together every time I, I saw them. And, uh, and Dorothy was the hostess. When I'd go to the house, a pot of coffee was, was there, and I had to drink it all before I could leave. And uh, she also made me the, her famous shortbread cookies that most of you would, would remember. Um, and they were great, too. And... Uh, and we would have this little round table, the three of us talking about many, many different things. We, we'd talk about all you guys, who uh, both Dorothy and Bob just incredibly loved and cherished, each, each of you. Kids, grandkids, great-grandkids. Uh, they just smiles ear to ear whenever they talked about all of you all, and, uh, which is really, really nice. And, and then we would get into a question and answer scene. They would ask questions about our faith, their faith, my faith, uh, your faith, and, and we'd, just, we'd have a conversation that would sometimes last 10 minutes, sometimes last a couple hours. It all depended on how much Bob wanted to talk, <laughs> more so than, than Dorothy. Dorothy would get her questions in first, <laughs> and then Bob took over. Um, and so from, from a family standpoint, and, and I think you all know this, that, uh, he, and as I said, he just cherished his family uh, so much. And uh, I don't think in any conversation we had, he never brought 
he never did not bring up one of you. And, and it was always, always, always good. And that was indic- indicated the response back that all of you loved um, Bob and, and, and Dorothy um, by how much the family spent at the hospital the last couple of weeks of, of Bob's life. And uh, you were always there. And if, if not all of you, one of you. you know, it, somebody was always there. And, and that speaks of the love that you, you had for him. And, and the conversations in the hospital were kind of interesting. And the family would have con- conversations with Bob. Bob would have conversations with me. And occasionally he would kick the family out and have a conversation with me, um, usually to ask if he could do something. And, uh, uh, but it was... It was a wonderful dialogue, dialogue for me and, and you all. Um, over the six and a half, half years, I think I met you all in different situations, and uh, this last one was probably the most intense, intense things. And uh, uh, I was blessed by you all, as you blessed your dad, and uh, and that's that's a pretty pretty neat thing. And uh, and, and, and for Bob and me, you know, it, it's as a pastor, we, we're, we're a pastor to our flock and pastor to other people. And uh, sometimes the word friend is few and far between. And uh, one of the last things Bob reminded me, um, and this is when I was the only one in the room uh, at the hospital, and, and he said to me, and I think I, sh- I think I shared it with you guys, and he said to me, he goes, he goes Pastor, you're my friend. Give me a second here. I promised I wasn't going to lose it. And he was my friend. And I, and I realized that, you know, Bob, when, especially after Dorothy passed away, I think sometimes Bob spent more time here at the church than he had at home. And usually it was him driving over here, even maybe when he wasn't supposed to. And he would uh, immediately go to my office, my study. And you're here? Oh, good. And come in. He wouldn't even ask. He would just sit down. And, uh, and we would talk. And it wasn't as long as I wanted to talk. It was as long as Bob wanted to talk. And most of those talks, it, it almost always started with family, oh, and then followed about Dorothy, then him, and then it was his walk with God. He always brought questions to me about his faith. Do I have this right, Pastor? He was so much wanting everything to be right. <laughs> and, and sometimes I'd have to say, Bob, it's okay. Just you, you go with it. No, Pastor, is it right? <laughs> you know, and Bob, sometimes it's right for us, and sometimes some things are right for somebody else, and not right for us. He didn't like that answer either, but uh, but it was great because he, he was really concerned that his faith was a true faith, that what he believed was 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 real, and how he shared it with other people it was was important to him. He, after Dorothy died, Bob came, started coming to our Bible study class on Sundays, and he had his seat. And, and I got to tell you, right after he passed, that seat was empty, and he was missed. He, he was missed because I could always see him, and he always had questions. But it, it was his presence was always there, and you knew when Bob was in the room, whether he said anything or not. And that empty chair. Probably was the most significant empty chair for me since I've been here. Um, that I really felt the difference. And that speaks again an awful lot about Bob and, and who he was. And uh, 
And I just want to end this and talking about him, really about his faith. It was really important to him. It was important to Dorothy also. And, and, uh, and, and as you, you ended the words, anything that he, he eventually joined the Lutheran church, and he shared, they both shared all that story with me too. Um, but he was a stalwart Christian. He, he believed it with his whole heart, even though he would throw questions out. He lived it to the best of his ability. He was not perfect. You all probably know that better than me. Um, but he lived it as he thought he, he, he should enhance, as God would want him to do. And, and he passed that on. To me, to me, he passes it on to everybody that he, he knew. Um, and, but he did it in a way that you know, he, he, he didn't, for the most part, I don't think he felt he was shoving it down you. You know, he, he, he wants you to hear him, but he also wants all of us here to go through our own walk and our own process. And I think that was one of the, one of the blessings about Bob. As he loved his, his faith, as he studied his faith, he also shared his faith. The last song we're going to sing today is, is a song that, that I, I told uh, Nancy this, that Bob would raise his voice when he sang. And it, it's really about sharing God with the world. And where Bob might have been quiet about that sometimes, this was one time he was not. So, and, and most of the members of our church raise their voices when they sing with Lift, lift High the Cross. And uh, when we get there, um, you can raise your voices too. It is really very easy to sing. So, I have been blessed to be his pastor and even more blessed to be his friend. Um, I am blessed, and uh, as I hope all of you are too. We'll continue with the the prayers of the church. Let us pray. It's on in page uh, four. Almighty God, you have knit your chosen people together into one communion in the mystical body of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Give to your whole church in heaven and on earth your light and peace. Lord, in your mercy. Give to the family of Robert and to all who mourn comfort in their grief and assure confidence in your loving care that casting all their sorrows on you, they may know the consolation of your love. Lord, in your mercy. Receive our thanks for Bob and for all the blessings that you bestowed on him in this earthly life. Bring us at last to our heavenly home, that with him we may see you face to face in the joys of paradise. Lord, in your mercy. And taught by a Lord and trusting in his promises, we are bold to pray together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. May God the Father who created this body, may God the Son who by his blood redeemed this body, May God, the Holy Spirit, who by holy baptism sanctified this body, 
to be his temple. Keep these remains to the day of the resurrection of all flesh. Amen. We lift our voices, sing and lift high the cross.
did well. Bob was here. He'd be smiling right now. So again, we're going to let the family spend some quiet time here, and then the rest of us will head to the fellowship hall and uh, wait for them to to come join us. And there's uh, coffee, water, probably juice, and um, some food. Let's go in peace. Oh, and the the, um, interment is tomorrow in Fair Oaks at the Fair Oaks Cemetery, if you all are wondering. In Sacramento, Fair Oaks, yeah.